everything. 1985. What? What a beautiful time in music. What a beautiful, just what a beautiful time. Yeah. 1985. It was simpler then. It was simpler then. It was simpler then, and the world was given the gift of Whitney Whitney Houston. Houston. Do you know that the album dropped? I mean, you know this. I don't know why I'm pretending you don't know this. Uh, But I just just saw it. It was uh, was released Valentine's Valentine's Day, Day. 1985, which uh, for those of you that, I mean, we might, I don't know when we're releasing this episode, but it is almost Valentine's Day. So it is, we've, it's like we've planned this. Yes. And a tribute to her. 25 years ago? 35 years ago. Jesus Christ, math is hard. I don't. 35 years ago. Sure. Wow. I'm in. Wow. Yeah. 35 years ago. That's insane. Yeah. Um, but welcome she, to Taking You Back, 1985. Welcome to Taking You Back, 1985. <laughs> Rob Lee Davis, Jen Waring. We are here with you with a with a, a pint size, a half pint, if you will, mm. uh, but not like yes. not, not, not like Little House, not of, the like little house of the Prairie half pint. Like a, like a half pint of lager <laughs> or cider, perhaps. So we're yes. not, we're, yes. Welcome to Taking You Back, where we're recording in a pub in Britain. Yes. Because um, that's what we do. We that's travel we do. to we record. Travel. And uh, that we'll last episode we did, week. Rob, yeah, in that brilliant. kangaroo farm in it Sydney was yeah, it was brilliant. Oh, it was a dream. But her out that, I mean, no shock to anyone who knows me. I'm, I consider myself the largest Whitney Houston fan on the face of the earth. And that album was just like, she. It's like she just landed out of nowhere. This angel just was given. Came I mean, we did. We did. Us. We didn't deserve her. No, she did, and she didn't deserve what was put on her. Um, no, that's true too. I love her. She should still be here, but she's. Everything between how will I know saving all my love for you, saving all my love what? for you. What every you know what every once in a while I found a I recently found in uh, in my house because I save everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean that like seriously. If, does anyone need an inflatable crocodile? Because I have one. Um, or you know whatever I have stuff. Uh, I found an old iPhone. Like mm-hmm. like early iPhone, like back okay. when it was tiny, and and I it's not obviously not connected to any sort of interweb, so I can't make any calls, but I can still access all the music on it. Oh wow! Um, and so I was just sort of shuffling through, and it's always funny to see because you know whatever my tastes have been varied from mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from way back when, uh, much to the <laughs> fear and dismay of my parents when I was like they were like what is she listening to, and I was what? like his name's Dougie Fresh, mom. Um, but like a rock around. Um, I know that's... that was a, I won't know that wasn't Dougie Fresh, but that was also what you were listening to. Um, it, it was, but also hurt my soul a little bit <laughs> that you didn't do the show. <laughs> but whatever. Um, uh, anyway, and uh, every time any like Whitney song comes on, and there's mm. like just a and this was not 1985. But the other day, like I was driving to Long Island for work, I was mad because that's how I am every day when I go to work, and I'm already mad, and I'm not even there yet. And the opening strains of "I Have Nothing." Mm. Oh my God! Beautiful. Oh my God! The people Beautiful. on the Grand Central Parkway were not ready for this jelly because I had nothing. 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 She was just. She was amazing. You give good. Actually, I think you you give good love, which was also out, <clears throat> was the pretty sure it's the first song I ever heard by her. So she yes. was my first concert. Did you know that? Oh wow! She wasn't my first, but wow. Yeah, we were not a concert-going family. That wasn't like a okay. thing that we did. Uh, and I and she came to the Great New York State Fair, uh, oh, which is nice. outside of Syracuse, and uh, and hosted wherever the town is. And the uh, and so we would go to the fair all the time, but we just never went to a concert. And I remember my dad got tickets from like a friend, and and we got there so we got there so early. She was sound checking. 
Like, that's how early we got there because we were so sure that you just needed to get to concerts four hours early as a family. Yeah, Everyone was fighting. Family. It was awful. My brother had to pee. It. it was terrible. And and our seats were awful. They were like nosebleed seats. Uh, you know, my dad was mad because he thought he got good seats and he was sure he got ripped off. Anyway, and, and, and then she opened her mouth. And the rest is history. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Still, as far as I'm concerned, the greatest Star Spangled oh, yeah. Banner. Oh, of all time. It will never be. It will. I don't think it will be difficult for it to be touched in our lifetime. There will be. I'm not. You know, I, when there's people other say people that do a great be, job. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Demi Lovato did a great job this year. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking anybody else. I'm just saying that Hers, for this for this in time that we're living in, it was just. It was everything. It was magical. It was everything. Also With during that year, um, as far as like people landing in the zeitgeist, <clears throat> Madonna. Was giving you into the groove. She was. And Material Girl. She was giving us some stuff. Dress you up, crazy for you. Like, it's interesting that, that those two, I mean, I knew that they were at the same time. Obviously, we were around. Yeah. Um, we were one. But when you look back, yes, with my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> you were the most mustachioed baby. I was. I was. <laughs> I was in Jet Magazine for it. Um, the two of them, they're so, such yes. defining pieces of that decade but so different the 80s is such a weird uh you know whenever you do anything you know i i used to do some burlesque and uh and the um my producing partner that i used to do burlesque with the the great honey harlow i hope she's listening uh yeah we all love you honey but so honey and i used to when we would try and pick an 80s song we both spoke to such different ends of the 80s Mm. do you know what i mean and and while whitney and and madonna both fell into the pop spectrum i mean she Mm. was more Cure and like like that end of the spectrum, but um, you know, and then there was of course the hair metal. So like really, mm. at the beginning of the '80s, wildly different than the end of the '80s, of course. Uh, but '85, right smack in the middle, it just felt like you had these iconic uh, people that could all be on the same playing field, but but wildly different wildly at the same different. time. I mean, because also uh, huge that year, although most of the songs released in '84, but just killing Wham. Mm. I mean, who among us has not heard the Careless Whisper? Of a good what? friend. I'm never going to dance again. Never. Never going to dance again. Guilty that song is so You know who has beautiful. no rhythm? Guilty Feet. I'm just saying. It's a great song. It's true. They it's do. a great goddamn song. They have no rhythm. They were beautiful. Um, <clears throat> and people still do it now. I mean, I don't think music now as a whole sucks. It's still amazing music. But there were a lot of, like, compositions. Like, they weren't just songs. Oh, they were yes. compositions. Whoa. Oh. Sorry. That could have been anything. Now I was very excited about that. Now we're curious. Now we're going to work it in. We're going to work it Whatever in. Whatever that was was so good. Chris Chris Gersbeck on the Wheels of Steel maybe yeah, hitting us with out. a different wham. He's going to shock us. No, I didn't mean us. to play that. It was playing. I was going to put on wham. Um, and then this this was playing. <laughs> <laughs> material. I mean, to be fair, George Michael was a material girl. So hey. I see what you did there, Chris. Yes, he was. It's what you did. It's interesting, too, because I remember I have a distinct memory of my mother being on the phone with someone upset about Ooh. Madonna. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like, my who mom... Who is this? Yeah, this? no, my mom thought she was a hussy. Yeah, singing about, you know, virginity. And yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember it. I mean, not just, obviously, not just my mother, but it was... it. it to it be fair, landed. my mom also thought Push It was about pussy. That's right. I have so. never gotten over that. I, I never... <laughs> so maybe she wasn't I the best person. I never will get over that. It's a tough one. Ever. It's a tough one. Well, you know what else was also out that year, which is one of my favorite songs in the world? I Miss You by Climax. 
I do like that song. You I'm do. sorry. Did she think you? It was. Chris <laughs> yes, would like some clarification. Yeah, she thought that they were saying "pussy real good." Uh, <laughs> Kath, I hope you're listening and, and know that we're still talking about this. Uh, pussy, but, yeah. right? Pussy, pussy real good. How people uh, that would make it uh, on the radio, right? But that's thing. always was the question: that why would that be allowed to be on the radio? Uh, pussy, pussy good. I can't. Right? But that pussy is not real good. What I was- <laughs> 1985 has taken a turn, ladies it and gentlemen. It has taken a but turn. But no one will ever hear the song the same, and that's all that never, matters. Never, never. No, what I was going to say um, is uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Oh, uh, yeah. That's like a composition. Yes. Like, it was a beautiful song. G- a great song. And Tears for Fear is great. I mean, did they, it was sweeping. There was a lot of sweeping tunage, mm. which was nice. Um, also a composition, but it's... Yes. Yeah, see? It's just... You want to be on a beach. That's what I feel. Yes. The minute I hear it every time. Or driving in a convertible or something. Ooh, yeah. Or just on the Grand Central oh. Parkway on your way to Hop Hog, about to teach Long Islanders about tears for fears at the top of your Beautiful. little lungs. That's why my voice sounds so like this. Good. So good. Yeah, no, anything sweet. I, 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 although I do have to say the one big sweeping song of that year that I just can't like and i don't know i don't have any real reason i just don't like it we built this city i fucking hate that song i fucking hate that song. i know every word i don't know why i know all the words i don't like it it's a big karaoke song it's a huge karaoke song not from see i fucking hate this song (laughs) what city what city city detroit what are they singing about it's los angeles Nashville. Nashville, yeah. <laughs> Somebody played the Mambo. Ugh. It, the Mambo. Oh. <laughs> I hate this song. I I don't have that um you that don't have degree that, of a reaction. I feel it. like in a former life I was murdered by uh somebody. While it was playing? While it was on. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maybe a starship fell on me. And so now I just can't I can't be That's a part a of one. this. Thank you. You know a, 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 a song that was a big hit that year that a lot of people who are like fans of this person don't like because they feel like it was his, um, I guess, sellout moment. Or oh, intriguing. Is Part-Time Lover by Stevie Wonder, right? Huge hit, but a lot of people felt like it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris has got himself an 85 it. playlist what? ready to roll. This is a great song. I think it is a great song. It's very different from his 70s feeling, right? It's definitely, but it makes you shimmy a little. It does I'm shimmy, shimmying. you know? Telling shoulder you, we, work is going on. We, we can't do these little uh, little music taking you backs without video, without video because if the people could see us dancing. Oh, oh my God, I'm sorry. I have to say this because it's, it's right in front of me. I was going to mention her before because you mentioned her in a previous episode. Do you know a song that was an R&B hit that Diane Warren wrote that came out that year? That Diane Warren wrote? By a, by a group. By a family group. A family group. Cool it now. <laughs> Diane Warren wrote New Edition's classic. Imagine? Cool it you now. You got you to slow it down. Slow it, it down. down. <laughs> no. Very classic. Rhythm of the Night by yes. Barge. I did not realize Diane Warren wrote Rhythm of the Night. Diane How did Warren, I not I believe, she, has written everything. Honestly. Basically. You know the Oscar Mayer Wiener jingle? <laughs> Diane Warren. <laughs> she, <wrote it. laughs> she fucking wrote it all. <laughs> She's paid. 
She the is best so part of waking up, Folgers in your cup, up, Diane, Diane Warren. <laughs> now you're going to make me think of the most. Oh, <laughs> yes. Like, it's like her her um, catalog of music is like crazy. Yeah. What happens in her, what's it like living in Diane Warren's brain? I, I can't, there's just, there's like, you know, <laughs> calypso sounds and like <laughs> big ballads. <laughs> And DeBarge Going was hot. crazy. DeBarge was hot. DeBarge. So good. I don't know if you ever saw, not behind the music, their, um, <clears throat> their unsung, their music documentary. Their life was fucked up. I mean, fucked up. Their father was like a crazy alcoholic who beat them. And like, like they had a like horrible Like Mr. Jackson? Mm, sorry, Mr. Jackson. I would almost say, worse? sorry, Mr. Jackson. I would say he was worse than Wow. Jesus, which is like, yeah, they had a, those yeah. poor DeBarges. God, God bless DeBarge. But also, now I'm not and a huge Bruce Springsteen it. fan. Ugh. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but it was Apparently a good time Apparently the music of 85 has two reactions from me. <laughs> I either love it and start dancing, or I'm just fucking anti. He, I mean, he had Glory Days. Um, yeah. He Glo- was I actually, off of the Born in the USA album. The Born the in the USA is a stupid song. But I do enjoy Glory Days. Glory Days has a, it's a, it's a route. It's a. I want to say a rally and cry song, but it like gets it's to get the crowd worked yeah. up. Yeah, kind of. I've never seen him in concert. People say he's amazing in concert. Sure. I'm just not a big Bruce Springsteen fan. Seems no. like a nice gentleman. <laughs> his jeans are tight. He's got a his nice jeans ass. Jeans are tight. His ass is okay. I mean, I'm I really mean, not, in his jeans, like about uh, that. born it's in the a, USA, ass. Yeah, even not, that was a little not a little flat. A little flat. A little flat. Not, not my All right, thing, but, I see you know, what you're saying. God bless him. He makes good music. Um, <laughs> you know what else makes me say ugh? And this is stuff this didn't come out in '85, but Uh-oh, Tears what? in Heaven. What a dumb fucking song! Listen, Clapton, I'm sorry about your kid. Song it's is a stupid. Sad song. I hate that song. <laughs> I I am very reactionary today. Um, I would hope your child would know your name if they what? saw you in heaven. I would hope your child would know who you were. Right? Like yeah. the song doesn't even make sense. Like your kid forgets who you are after they're dead. That doesn't make sense. I hate. So <laughs> I'm very. I'm You're very so anti. I don't. I'm not a, a huge like. I get it. The people that Eric are Clapton, Clapton fans are like, and I get it. He's a guitar. Like he's skilled. I, I actually like. I, don't I think knock I him. like. What's the song years ago? Layla. Layla. Listen, you got me on my knees. Yes. Um. Whatever. What else? Um, is Pat Benatar still uh, on the charts mm. in '85 with "We Belong," which is Wait, such a good song that's, that's a, now there's a karaoke fucking jam i can rip the shit out of a benatar I believe song that you, you know that i can it's and it's yes yeah, see mm. it's not always about me making you sing lisa lisa in the call jam <laughs> many times i cried alone oh my she, god i can't with this song she represents the early 80s too yes you know like she had a spot in time there is one tiny harmony and we're not gonna play this whole song to get to it but there's one tiny harmony towards the end of the song that like breaks me every time I love it yes. I mean not like the power of love by our friends Huey Lewis and also the news I used to love let me tell you it wasn't it wasn't 85 I think it might have been either 84 or 86 um, if this is it I played if this that is it, 45 is a great into song. the ground come what? on that that's a great I mean, it's song it's not 85 though but 85 was the power of love which yes. is got the power of. Which is a great, also a great song, but yeah, no. Um, you know what else was uh, 85? Oh, it might have been released in 84, but it was still charting in 85. It's, this goes back to our sweeping sweeping songs. Broken Wings. I was, oh By our friends Mr. I was and so Mr. I was so about to bring that up. That song, 
is hauntingly beautiful. So take these, these broken, broken wings. wings. Oh my god, it's so good. And it it's 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 for it's rare that a really sad song like can break into the coming close to the number one spot. Yes, like and it's such a there's nothing. It's a sad. Song. Do you know, like, I actually have the, so the top charts from 85 open in front of me here. Uh, and and they're all, the top five are all pretty sad. Number one was Careless Whisper, the mm-hmm. number one song of, of the year 85. So this is cumulative. They may have been released in 84. I've, I'm sorry yes, to, I'm yes. sorry to let the listeners purists. down. Uh, the purist in me is having a tough time. But number one was Careless Whisper. Number two was Say You, Say Me. See, I am never going to dance again. It's sad. It's sad. It's so sad. Guilty Feet. I got no rhythm. It was a very, this was such a good song. Um, plus, just the idea of a careless mm. whisper. I mean, just the title alone is what, yes. it's it's a yeah. Nora Roberts romance novel. Do you know what I'm saying? It is careless. The <laughs> whispers Roberts. are careless. But number two is Say You, Say Me. Number three, oh, yeah. Separate Lives. Mm. Phil Collins and Marilyn Martin. Number four, I want to know what love is. Okay. I want you to show me, okay. Rob. I mean, not literally, that... but. <laughs> yes. The, Although my mother would be pleased because she thinks we'd have a cute baby. Oh, not the old-fashioned way. I mean, we'd get a turkey baster yeah, involved. Something like that. Something like that. Like <laughs> Wayne Reed, they we'd get really drunk. <laughs> Just hope for the best. <laughs> no careless whispers. No, no. Um, uh, uh, I want to know what love is. I mean, beautiful, by... beautiful song. It's t- completely. Oh. Uh, and then, of course, money for nothing is number five. So that I mean, it takes us off. But and then, but but seriously, then broken wings. Everybody wants the rule of world. Uh, Saint Elmo's fire. Yes. And can't fight this feeling in the top twenty. The mm. R E O speed wagon. You know what else was big? Easy uh, lover. Also, as far as us, oh, easy lover. Um, holding back the. Oh, that's a good one too. That really, every time you go away, I can't even I take on me. And of course. The classic of all classic 1985 sad songs, Eddie Murphy's Party All the Time. <laughs> My girl wants to party all the time. I, first of all, was a huge Eddie Murphy fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, maybe not so much, but like that Eddie fan, Murphy's I mean, Raw, yeah. I had never laughed so hard in my whole life as I did at Eddie Murphy's Raw. And Delirious, too. I mean, back-to-back, watched Scott Azarowski, if you're listening. It, I'm name drop. I remember Chris Gervaz was there. Like, the people that were listening, he goes by Sam now. It's not the point. Um, we were together. We were watching the Eddie Murphy, and I have never laughed so hard in my life. And so when Eddie Murphy let released, if you will, into the world a song, <laughs> I was like, what is happening. Which was a mistake. God bless you, Eddie Murphy. No, no, it was a terrible idea. Like, but uh, it not as bad. What was the, was it 85 too? That the soap opera star, the Wagner, who sang, and then there was the Jack other one. Jack Wagner. Jack Wagner had a song, and then there was like the one, uh, She's Like the Wind. Who oh. Who sang that? Uh, Through My Trees, I'll as opposed up, to other I'll winds. i right now, I can't remember. Um, she's that the, wasn't Jack, no, no, it'll come to me. No, that was that was good though. But anyway, uh, so I'm I'm usually anti-normal people le- releasing songs, but there's something about party all the time that gets me every it's such time. A, it's such a it's such an unnecessary song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I couldn't imagine what word you were going for, and unnecessary no is so good. Reason for it at all. But come on, you want to dance right now? It's playing. People listening at home right now are shaking it. It's Patrick Swayze. Oh, that's right. That's She's like, right. 
Rob, I don't know if you're listening to the beauty of Eddie, of Eddie Murphy. I'm trying to. I, I, I want the knife. We knew in The Golden Child he was going to sing for us. We knew. We knew the man was going to come out with an album. Um, also, but... two, uh, we're like a sad song theme. Two songs that were, well, one was released in 84, but it charted in 85. Oh, Sheila? <laughs> we're going to talk about Oh, Sheila in just a second. Okay, thank God. But uh, Diana Ross had a song called Missing You, and the Commodores had Night Shift, um, both of them referencing Marvin Gaye, yeah. who was you know, killed the year before, <clears throat> and Night Shift also re re referenced um, Jackie Wilson. But beautiful songs. There was sadness. There was a lot of was sadness a, in some for, of For songs. a simple time, 85, it was a sad... Do you know why... The price of bread, Rob, was very high. No, I don't know. I don't really know the answer. I would love to know. I, I will, yeah, maybe we'll Google it at the same time. While we talk about... Oh, Sheila? Oh, Sheila. Oh, Sheila. I love that song. Again, yes. my... I like to drop in that I come from a very small, very white town. And uh, and the the constant concern about my musical tastes... Um, I can still remember overhearing a conversation in which um, there was like a, a group of men getting an Oscar and Denzel was among them. And my mother was like... I bet I know which one Jennifer would like the most. Like literally, like this concern. Um, but you know, she'd she'd still embrace our grandchild, is what I'm saying, Rob. Part of him. Part of no, him. all of them. All she'd of be them. worried for him or her, you know, in this world. In this world. Trump's America. But anyway, let's go back to '85. It was nicer. When when ready for the world. <laughs> when ready for the world was talking about <laughs> Sheila. Yeah. And they're not even Australian. Are they Australian? I actually don't know that. No, answer. actually I was reading right. something that they just dropped in an accent because they thought it would be cool. Um, that was the only reason. That's amazing. That was the only reason. Um, but yes, that's another. My sister and I played many records into the ground. That was one of them? And yeah. How could it not be? 100% one of them. Raspberry Ray also was charting. In the yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. And, um, and Don't You Forget About Me. Which Ooh, good song. Secret Lovers. Yeah. Atlantic Star. Um, I, I'm not going to name drop everything, uh -oh. but uh, I loved that song. Uh, I may or may not have written the lyrics to that song around a picture <laughs> of a boy, um, even though I, I did not understand what I was, because that's not the point. I love that song. That is all. And it's about an affair. Which is interesting. Right. Well, yeah, obviously, because I was having plenty of affairs in 85. Susudio came out, which I love. Oh, Susudio. I, I remember coming out when I heard it, like, I have no idea what this is about, if it actually means anything, but I like the feeling of it. Does it mean anything? I don't know. We're not that, in, we're not that uh, informative. Billy um, Joel had a song called You're Only Human, which I loved. It was very, um, like many, you know, many teenagers I went through teenage angst <clears throat> what sadness um and i remember when that believe. song came out no yeah trust me <laughs> when that song came out because it's a anti-suicide song yes basically and it was it was significant i remember you know uplifting feeling and i couldn't remember anyone else who had written a song that was kind of like saying that like, yeah keep living and i don't know he didn't have to uh, it's interesting that he released that it really wasn't it didn't fall in with other stuff he was releasing at the time that's, that's like always been a Joel thing. Like, he jumps around. And I like him. I've, I've seen him in concert a few times. Me too. He puts on a... Do you know I have to say? Billy show. Joel. I saw Billy Joel in concert uh, in when I was in college because uh, boy, I had a boyfriend at the time who was a big fan. And uh, it's the only show I think I've ever seen. Um, and, and I don't want to brag, but I saw Vanilla Ice in concert. 
Uh, don't, don't brag. I'm not bragging. I'm saying the <laughs> truth here. And my point is this. Uh, but when I saw Billy Joel, at any point in any song, any song he played all night long, he could stop singing and, and the, the entire room would fit. Like, it was, it was One such a, my... like, I was like, wow. Like, there's, n- and clearly, not like jumble jumble right you know what i mean like it was like nope we all know the words to we didn't start the fire so feel free to take a break we will we will keep going i've seen him a number of times and the song song i'm about to reference he has done it every time and the audience always sings along but very specifically i remember he did a concert in central park about it was just a few weeks maybe a month after 9-11 where there were tons of people playing in central park yeah and he came up towards the end and it's almost as he was walking towards stage, we could you could almost anticipate what he was about to play, and he sits down and the beginning of New York State of Mind comes in. I'm gonna start crying. Stop it. It was, it was one of those rare human moments where everyone was on the same vibration level, I guess, and just pouring their hearts out to this song. So he's an amazing songwriter who's like, you know, made his mark on this. Industry. Also, we got to I literally am going to cry. Um, But you know what? Part of it was that there were so many movies that year. I just, because I was, you know, obviously we mentioned Don't You Forget About Me, which was huge Mm -hmm. with The Breakfast Club. But so many movies were big song movies. Weird Science was a big song movie. Um, Rocky IV had had an anthem. Like, there were movies with, like, anthem-y songs, Mm. right? So, like, while Don't You Forget About Me, like, doesn't really have anything to do with The Breakfast Club, but it does. You know what I mean? Like, songs with... Movies with, you know, I mean, Witness didn't really have an anthem, but other other movies did. For, so well, really just the two I mentioned. Uh, well, you want to talk about another? It's, I, I, it is an anthem, but not in the way you meant it, I don't think, but it was a big song of that year. That's what friends are for. Keep smiling. <laughs> Keep shining. <laughs> Knowing you can always. I'm miming it for the people at home. I uh, Rob was saying the words, and I I was miming them. Uh, a medium that song was everywhere, everywhere. Every high school was doing it. Oh my god! Everybody Every... was writing it in their yearbooks, <laughs> right? Like you with can the, always with go the, the yeah. R and the number four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, signing things off that way. No one, yeah, no one was signing a yearbook with "The Heat Is On" by Glenn Frey, but no. Uh, no, they were not. Or party all the time. They weren't doing. I mean, I might have, let's be honest. But uh, no, yeah, totally. And uh, Are you a Speedwagon? I can't fight this feeling. I can't. I can't fight this feeling. Oh, and Aretha, Freeway of Love. What? We're, We're going, going right in. on the freeway. Um, yeah, but also, I mean, I feel like, although not really about the actual music, but, you know, January 1, 1985, the world met VH1. VH1. Um, and I enjoyed the wiki, wiki, wiki explanation, wiki explanation, wiki explanation. Um, oh, it was, oh, go ahead. Yeah, that it, it is aimed at an older demographic than its <laughs> sister station, MTV. Uh, and yes. the first video played on VH1, Marvin Gaye's rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. Banner, which means it was aimed towards its more patriotic listeners, really. Yes. Um, right? It's funny because... When we were talking about Whitney before, <clears throat> I, her Star Spangled Banner, you know, will go down in history. His, which is, was obviously before she did hers, was is also iconic in that he just basically sang a 
sex version of the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. Like the beat was just so like. Never did you want to fuck America harder than the time <laughs> Marvin, Marvin Gaye Gay sang the Star Spangled it Banner. Was, it was Let's Get It On America. That's <laughs> what it was. It was a very Wait, rare cover. Anthems, We Are the World. My God. It's like the timing. We can't is talk about. Oh, were you about to? Uh, no, I mean, like, oh. yes, but also because I was thinking if there's ever a song we should end on, in a in a tiny encapsulated version that of the music of everywhere. 1985. Now, obviously, we as Americans were trying to save Africa. It was USA for Africa. For, for Africa. And while January 1st might have been about fucking USA and our friend Marvin Gaye, by January 28th, the people it had come together Africa. to to save. There was a lot of coming together that year. There were a lot of AIDS. There was live AIDS. Yeah, well, I mean, AIDS. but USA for, I mean, but we are the world kicked it off. It and how great was that video? Uh, kids' videos were a thing. Uh, <laughs> they played about songs. Like songs made little like movies yeah. about themselves. You know it was what you cute. see on TikTok? Those yeah. used to be full videos. Those were longer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and 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 MTV, that's that you know, the channel that has a lot of uh, shows on it now about <laughs> pregnant teenagers and I don't. I don't have any That's idea what's on MTV. Yeah. But no, uh, pregnant teenagers is it? That's what's oh, okay. On MTV. <laughs> so great. VH1, of course, is about pregnant milfs because it's for the older <laughs> generation, as we've learned. Uh, does VH1 exist? Who knows. The point is this: <laughs> We Are the World was the greatest video because you thought in your head you knew who sang every line. Because right. like a different. Right. Here's a concept, kids. So different superstars. Saying every line, and while it was very clear which one Cindy Lauper sang, wow, ah, yeah, it was. I mean that was easy. Um, but you know, it was hard. And Willie Nelson, that was an easy one to tag. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else, but like, there you were, know, there were there, no you, you, Paul you, Simon you, snuck right. in there, right? T- you know what I mean? You, there was there was, you know, Waylon Jennings was in there. The the amount of people that came together for this, it would never happen now. First of all, it would never happen now. Who, how would they, how the, would they come together without killing each other? First of all, would it have the gravitas? Again, nothing against current artists. Plenty, there are plenty of current. Who's artists Lil Nas like. pulling together to to save country horses or he's whatever? Trying. He's, he's still, bless he's still him. On no, the bless old him. Town he's got. He's on a. He's yeah. He's he's, he's got a journey town. to get through before he can. We are the world. He's gonna it. Ride to yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Uh, Ray oh Charles, God. like you can right? make out Ray. Well, he got more than one line too. My it God, it was just oh, 1985. It was a year. It was a year. So for those of you at home, please, please go home and Google 1985. But then after you get the Bowling for Soup song, Google <laughs> hits of 1985. Yes, because there's so many. There's so many. So many. Thank you for Thank listening. Thank you for joining Rob and I. We are. We are the world. The world. I'm retired too. So We're so tired. <laughs> Clearly Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Oh, can you just imagine the egos today? Yeah.